Okay, let's get rocking and rolling. Let's go. Okay, a couple things. Um, we're streaming this. So if you've got questions as we go, feel free to use the chat. Uh, my friends on TikTok, you can use TikTok chat right there. And then my friends on Facebook, you can just, you know, use the whole chat role right there. Okay, cool. So what we're covering today, this is probably, this is a really, really important one. Some of you are going to say to this topic, by the way, you're going to say, hold on, this doesn't apply to me. I don't need that. And then the smart people that tune into this, you guys are going to kill it getting deals. Like literally, if you do the things that I'm about to teach you, if you're out there making deals happen, whether you're talking to investors or you're talking to sellers directly, if you do these things, you will absolutely crush it. Okay. So that's how like uh, game changing what we're going to talk about today actually is. Okay. So those of you that are like going to glaze over this, Okay. Best of luck to you. Those of you that pay attention to this and take this stuff to heart, when you're sitting down with a seller, especially negotiating that, you know, eight unit building or that 80 unit building, whatever it is, or a single family house, the seller, take note on this. Okay. I've had the blessing and privilege of doing this now for nearly two decades. I've been around for a while. I've been testing and trying stuff. I've paid for a lot of really good mentors to help me with this stuff. So what I'm about to share with you, it's literally we call it our $40 million uh, offer script. So it's literally like what we say when we're sitting down with sellers. And so I hope it serves you today. I will be going through it. I will um, come back and, and check in on questions and all that kind of stuff. But I, I really just want to hear people doing deals. You've got the opportunity of a lifetime right now, literally, because the market's shaking up a little bit and there's sellers that are raising their hands saying, hey, I'd like help. But really it comes down to how well you say the right things to them what you say, when you say it, how you say it, it makes a massive, massive difference. And so I want to walk you through that. Okay. So we have a very heart centered approach here. When I'm, when I'm talking with sellers, I'm not just like, you know, throwing out a lowball offer and then hoping for the best. Anyone that's still doing that right now in this day and age, the day and age where there's internet buyers now, there's I buyers that literally people can go onto a website and get an offer sent to them. If you're still just tossing out lowball cash offers and hoping for the best, it's probably because it's probably a good explanation of why your conversion rate is not very good. And and I'm willing to bet it. Like if you compare uh, the the folks that I get to work with, their conversion rate to to a conversion rate of someone that's just tossing out lowball cash offers, I bet you it's night in day difference, night and day difference. Okay. The folks that are doing this heart-centered approach are the ones that are doing it the right way. So how does it go? Okay. It goes against the grain of what every, uh, I don't, I hate to say like guru or whatever. It goes against the grain of what most people would say, especially people that are still doing like the sleazy sales type of approach. Okay. Uh, I bought a car. Uh, this goes back about, uh, 18, maybe 17 years ago. I bought a car from this little shop in California called Performance Nissan. And I'm not picking on Performance Nissan, okay? So I don't want anybody hating on them or anything like that. But they were set up just like a traditional used car sales place, okay? I walk in, I see the car that I want. I, I, I get approached by somebody. They ask me if I want to go for a test drive. I say, sure, we do the test drive thing. And the next thing, you know, I'm sitting down inside the building and the building Performance Nissan, the reason that I'm saying this is because they had this set up, okay? They had the building. It was almost like, like I, I probably wasn't a perfect hexagon, but at least the sales floor was set up like a hexagon. They had the sales manager in the middle in a booth 
that could see everything going on. Literally, they could see all around them. And then on the perimeter of the hexagon, they had each of the cubicles with the salespeople and then people like me that were there to you know potentially buy a car. And I was sitting in that cubicle talking with the guy and it went from, hey, uh, do you want to sit down and look at different financing options and stuff that we have? That was how I went from test driving the car to in that cubicle right there. Yeah, sure, I'll, I'll look at some options. He lays down the options and then he says, hey, and we're going to do this and we're going to do that. And I'm like, whoa, you know, like I'm, I'm just kind of shopping right now. He's like, well, no, no, no. I got an amazing deal. This one's not going to last. And he started putting on the high pressure techniques. The thing is like why I had to make the decision today. And that's when it got a little weird. Okay. That's when I've started coming up with all of the objections. Okay. Now, when you are working with sellers, the same thing happens if you put on that sleazy used car sales presentation. You don't want that. You don't want them to feel like this is getting weird because the seller of a piece of real estate like this, it's not meant to be a one sit down closing conversation. It's not meant to be a one call close. Sure, one out of a thousand might be that. It might be the guy that says, hey, I just inherited this house from Uncle Fred. Uncle Fred passed away. I don't live in the state. What's your what's your number? Let's do this. That might happen one in a thousand times. But for the rest of them, for the hundreds and hundreds of deals in between that you and I can do, it's going to happen more like this. You got to know that your seller, this is the single biggest financial decision they've taken in their life. Like literally to the point that they paid on that mortgage for 11 years. They've raised their two kids in that house. They have been making those mortgage payments faithfully on that property for this long. This is the one place that they've stacked up the most money by far. And so what that means is that this is a really big deal. This is not an overnight, like high pressure kind of situation, not at all. And so what you and I have to do as the person that's facilitating this conversation is we got to slow it down. We, we got to make sure that they're on the same page as us. We're not doing the hexagon style sales manager closer in the middle with sales closers on the outside. So at Performance Nissan, when I started pumping the brakes saying, hey, I'm just here to look, man. Like I'm not ready to sign stuff and have my credit ran and all that stuff yet. And, and then all of a sudden he's like, hey, I got another idea. There's somebody here that could really help help you with this and I'm going to go get them. And I'm like, okay, I'm looking around like, is this my chance to run? <laughs> sure enough, he goes to the center, uh, goes and talks to the sales manager. I didn't know it was a sales manager at the time. Now I know how this stuff works. Talks to the sales manager. Sales manager then comes to the table and um, he's like, what seems to be the problem? And I'm like, there's no problem. I'm just kind of looking. He's like, no, 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 no. And he starts putting on more high pressure techniques. Boom. And I remember at one point during the conversation, the sales manager physically got up it like when I said, no, 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 no. The sales manager physically got up in frustration and he paced, he paced away from the cubicle. And I'm like, holy cow, does this really work? Like that much pressure? Like that's what I was thinking the whole time. And it just felt really icky. Okay. That's the last thing that I want you guys to do ever in this business. If you're sincerely trying to get in and get some good real estate deals done that are win-win scenarios between you and the seller and maybe an investor on the back end that you're bringing into the deal, then, then what you want to do is slow this thing down. So I'm going to give you the approach that we use. And for those of you that are following along and you're like, gosh, I'd really like to have a visual of this. All you have to do is type in the comments 
the acronym I'm about to give you. Okay. If you type in this acronym, then what I'll do is I'll ask my team to get you a copy of it. Okay. The acronym is this it's ID, like think like driver's license, ID, PCO, ID, PCO. Okay. ID, just like your driver's license, ID, and then PCO, ID, PCO. Okay. Now let me break it down. Okay. The first one, the I, stands for the introduction, okay? Those of you that are uh, over in the world of Facebook, I'll pop it up for us too, okay? So the first part of this stands as stands for introduction. Literally, during the introduction, all that you're trying to do is build rapport with them. That's it, nothing else. You, you don't care about numbers. You don't care about like how much they owe on their taxes. You don't care bedroom and bathroom count. Like I just want to genuinely have a, at least a small human connection. Okay. That might take all of like 30 seconds. It might take all of three minutes. You might say, Hey, how's the weather today? You might say, Hey, I see your, your area code is uh, 816. I happen to be from that same area code. And, and then you're just making a, a real human connection. And then what you want to do during that I phase, that introduction phase is you want to set the frame for the call. You want to say, okay, cool. Well, hey, I'm glad that we got to connect now. Hey, typically these this is how this these types of calls go. What's going to happen is first, I'm going to ask some questions so I can better understand the situation and be able to actually like you know package the right offer for you. Uh, then I want to go through our step by step process with you, so you know everything fully transparent upfront about how we do things. And then what I want to do is talk through uh, basically how the closing procedures would work if we decide to work together. And then the last thing we'll do is take all of your questions. Does that work for you, Mr. and Mrs. Seller? Okay, so we're setting that for them up front. okay? That way there, they know it, they understand. Instead, I bet most of you, you guys tell me if I'm wrong in the chat, if you've ever taken these seller calls before, 90% of them, what happens is that the seller says, hey, I saw your thing, uh, how much are you gonna pay me? What's your offer? some version of that. They just want to like cut straight to price. And that's the last thing you want to cut to. That's like, you know, if you're, if you're dating or courting a young lady, it's kind of like, you know, you, instead of saying, Hey, let's go on some dates and get to know one another. It's kind of like saying, Hey, will you marry me on the very first date? And that's just not, not the way that this can go. We got to, we got to slow it down a little bit. Okay. And um, so then the next phase, the D remember, if you want a copy of this, all you have to do, and I'm talking to the seller of a property, the seller of a piece of real estate on this, okay? Uh, this is how you make really good deals. If you're just like going out and like talking to real estate brokers and and having you know them pull stuff off of the open market, what happens is there's so many eyeballs on properties that are listed with realtors and brokers that you're seeing like the not so good deals. So if you want really good deals, you're speaking directly to a seller directly. Okay. You get to them before they even think about listing the property. Okay. So let's talk about the, the D. Okay. Remember ID PCO, that's the acronym. The D stands for discovery. During discovery, I am asking the seven questions that are going to tell me everything about their situation. Okay. I want to know things like, Hey, why are you even thinking about selling it? Do you have another place picked out that you're going to move to? That's going to give me a flavor of like when this is going to have to happen. If they've already got a property they've physically moved to or a property in mind that they've got, you know, they're, they're going to rent out or whatever, then, then I need to know that because it's going to shape how I make my offer to them. 
So I want you to know that too. You got to have full discovery. Okay. That's where we spend the most time. That's the meat of the phone call, asking all of the questions going really, really deep. And if you want my questions, just let my team know just by typing in the chat, the acronym IDPCO, and my team can hook you up with the actual outline for it. Okay. Uh, I also want to know during that discovery phase, what is the ideal situation for them? It's not to be mistaken with like, hey, how much do you want me to pay you? It's just, hey, what's the ideal outcome? If we were able to do something together, like what do you really want to happen and in what time frame? And then we just understand from them, really get the full picture of it, okay? And then once we get all that, we recap it back to them. We show them that we paid attention to what they said. We show them that we cared about what they said. We And then we're also basically, it's forcing us to really know it and understand it too. So I want you to be in the habit of just recapping it back to them. Okay, Mr. Seller. So what I, what I believe that I've heard so far is this, you're looking to sell by XYZ date. You've already got a place picked out. And then just go through the, the list of items. Everything that you remember, just quickly summarize it in less than 30 seconds. Okay. Now let's go to the P, the presentation. This is something that almost everybody misses. Everybody. Okay. I have listened to hundreds, maybe even thousands of recorded calls from people when they do this types of calls. My, my team and I here, we help people with their marketing. We get all that stuff set up and then we help them generate a whole bunch of seller leads. And then they start making phone calls. And almost every single time, if somebody comes back to me, they're like, Hey, I'm not getting them to say, yes, what's going wrong. It's because they skip either discovery or they skip this phase, the presentation. They don't actually explain the process to the seller. It's why I also see some people, they'll get a deal with the seller signed, but then later on, the seller comes back to cancel it. It's because they surprise them with something else that they didn't discuss on day number one, the process that they go through. And so I want you to be in the habit of really breaking down the whole process. Hey, Mr. and Mrs. Seller, tell you what, here's how, you know, we, we're talking today. I'm understanding the situation. Uh, what's going to happen next is if you and I think that this is a good mutual fit, then what would happen is we would do an agreement. I would give that to the title company. After that, they would start doing some, some, some work on the back end. I would send my contractor and inspector over here. Like you walk them through the process. You take them step-by-step. Step. You hold them by the hand to make sure that they aren't going to get surprised later. That's where everybody loses their deals later. It's like they, they catch the fish, they reel it up to the edge of the boat, but then as they're trying to pull it out of the water and get it in the boat, they just let the fish go. All of that work that they did, it's just totally gone. And, and, and when you lose a real estate deal, we're talking about 10, 20, maybe even $100,000 worth of potential profit for you, for, your, for you and your family and your business by getting it into the boat. And so you don't want to mess up here, okay? You want to make sure that you've got the net to swoop down and grab the fish and take it the rest of the way. And so go through the whole presentation with them. Go through the process with them, okay? That's the P. The C, let's talk about that. That, that is the closing, okay? Closing, I like to also refer to this as commitment. Um, what I'm doing at this point is like, if I did a good job understanding their situation, if I did a good job explaining our entire process through the presentation, then at this point, I'm really just doing kind of like a temperature check. I want to see like, hey, does it sound like it's a good fit so far? And I'll, I'll literally say that. Hey, Mr. And Mrs. Seller, how's everything feel so far? Any questions coming up? Any concerns coming up? Anything that you'd like to see a little bit different in this so far? 
Okay, cool, cool. So if we can get to the right numbers, would you say that this is something that you want to go forward with? And then you're just taking a temperature check. You're really just kind of feeling them out, okay? And then we would talk about price after that, after that. And then the very last thing is we go through their questions. That's the O, it stands for objections. It's really just questions. So then I would just turn to them and say, hey, um, how are you feeling? Talked about price. We talked about the time frame. We talked about everything here. How are you feeling? Like what kind of questions are going through your brain? We're, we're all here together now. Uh, it'd be it'd be most advantageous if we could all talk about stuff now. So there's no question too big or too small. Nothing offends me. I just want to make sure that if this is meant to be that I serve you in the fullest while we're here. What kind of questions do you have? And then we let them talk. Okay. Now I want to give you an actionable step to take away from this. I want you to, and I'm not kidding about this. Okay. Remember the last time that your teacher gave you homework? <laughs> I'm giving you homework. Okay. I literally want you to take this framework, the ID PCO. I want you to take the framework and I want you to practice it in front of the mirror. I know it seems a little bit crazy. Like what? No, really? I, I seriously do. I want you to practice it because 95% of the population won't practice it. And then you're going to beat them. You're going to hand and fist beat them. You're going to be closer to the people that I'm I talked about earlier, the ones that are getting the deals. Okay. If you, uh, there's a very famous pastor named Billy Graham. He's since passed. So I should say the late Billy Graham. When he was young, he used to literally preach to the cows outside in his field. Literally, that's what he would do. He'd preach to the cows and he would do it for hours, practicing, practicing, practicing. I met a gentleman uh, just yesterday. I was at a little school outing for my son and I met this guy and he said that his dad, his life was changed by Billy Graham. And it's funny. And I'm like, well, what happened? What's the story? And he's like, well, it's funny because my dad saw Billy Graham when he was really young and he was literally preaching in a tent to four people. But the man preached like he was preaching to thousands of people, even though there were only four people in the room. And then that man had a profound impact on his life. He ended up becoming a Christian and all kinds of good stuff after that. So it's really, really interesting to me because Billy Graham used to preach to cows in his field. And then he became probably the best preacher in the world. Literally, if you look up Billy Graham, his son Franklin now runs the entire organization, but Billy Graham, he he touched more people in the world than probably most people that, that you and I will ever know. He's not alive today, so his name isn't used quite as much anymore, but Billy Graham had a profound impact on the world. And he started by preaching to cows in his field. Okay. So I do want you to practice this. I want you to take that framework. I just want you to practice it out loud, get comfortable with it. So then when you're actually sitting down with the seller, it's not like weird. It's not like awkward. Uh, I literally, uh, people that are inside of our world, um, in one of our programs and whatnot, where we build ads up and whatnot, we actually print it on a coffee mug for them. We print it on a water bottle and we print it on a clipboard. So then you can just look right at the seller and you can say, hey, Mr. and Mrs. Seller, do you mind if I go through uh, everything on my checklist to make sure I don't miss anything? And then it's not awkward. You just like got the flow. You got that down. Okay. So practice, practice, practice. Okay. We got uh, 12 uh, units, 12 contracts, so to speak, last month. That's what we signed, put under contract. We have physically closed eight of them so far this month. So we've still got like four more to close and we're still constantly putting deals. That's like a deal kind of like every other day, every other working day, business day. And it's a hundred percent, number one, glory to God that we get them. Number two, our team's really good. Like we work really, we work hard at what we do. We put a lot of love into this. 
But the reason that we're getting them is twofold. One, because of everything I just taught you, like knowing this IDPCO, having the right framework to talk to sellers, that's number one, okay? And then number two is that we build a pipeline of sellers. We have sellers constantly coming in. We have more opportunity than we would ever know what to do with. It, it, the, the, the folks that like do really well in this business, they've got sellers coming in at all times. They're not like hoping and, and, and waiting and like counting on that, that one single deal to be the deal that like brings home the bacon and brings home the profit. They've got a bunch of deals coming in. They've got a pipeline that's, that's flowing in. Okay. Now I say that to you because I don't want you to be caught without that pipeline. Okay. Having sellers coming into you. Now watch this part, pay attention to this, having sellers coming into you, asking for your help, not sellers that like you're chasing down in the street, begging them for their property. Not those ones, not the ones that you're cold calling, not the ones that you're like, you know, doing text message blast to trying to annoy them and get them to sell. No, no. I'm talking about the sellers that see your advertising and they come to you and they ask you for your help. Having a pipeline full of them is what creates this real business. It's what creates the opportunity. It's what, it's why your investors that have money want to invest with you. It's why here at Home Invest, like we have a lot of investors that come to us. Why? Because they know that we know how to get killer deals. That's it. Like it's not because Nate Armstrong is special. That's not it at all. Okay. It's because we get killer deals. We get really good deals. We then show them to our investors and they're like, yeah, that's a really good deal. That one makes sense. Let me put some cash into that thing. Okay. And so I want you to be in that habit of building the pipeline. Never rely on just one seller. Pipelines are essential. It's not about one conversation. It's about many conversations that are happening. That's how, that's how you build this whole thing. Okay. All right. I hope that that was helpful for you today. I hope that you take my advice seriously and go out and practice this stuff. Maybe who knows, you'll be just like Billy Graham. You'll practice in your mirror or you'll practice on your cows in your backyard. And then all of a sudden you'll turn into a deal making machine. Uh, when that happens, then let me know. Even if you get one deal, one conversation goes well. I love to know, man. I, I love, love hearing that. Uh, I like doing what I'm doing. I enjoy it. I get a lot out of it. So yeah, go out there, make it happen. And if you want that document from my team, then type in the chat that IDPCO, IDPCO, and my team will hook you up with it. Okay. All right. Thanks guys. God bless. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye.